Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast, the show where my father and I talk about how to not suck at life, <laughs> at careers, at everything. I have a couple of things to talk about uh, as we get started, but first, let me introduce my father, the one, the only, the man who wears fun socks. Happy socks. Happy socks. Wade. <laughs> When I was young, they called me knee-high meteorite because <laughs> I was rather short. When I started learning volleyball, all I needed to do is hit the ball straight up and straight down. I didn't really go anywhere, so they called me knee-high meteorite. Who called you that? The people in my youth group. <laughs> well, I am uh, publicly at least introducing myself for the first time as Saya. Um, Saya. Which is what I am going by now. And there's a lot of reasons for that, and I might talk about that at some point. Um, maybe not on the podcast, but on my personal social media and stuff. I am Saya. And so S I A H. Yeah. But all I did was get my Joe cut off. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound right. Let's get started. First of all, by acknowledging once again, we're a little behind, but for good reason. We have not been uh, releasing episodes for just a little bit because we have been hard at work on the Meaningful Success book. And actually, that is the topic of our episode today, is talking about the creative process, returning to that series, and using the specific example of the journey that my father and I are on, talking about what it's like to work together and what that process has been like for my dad is as it's been a book that he originally wrote and that's getting like you know basically rewritten and changed a lot and but first first we like to celebrate our little victories and sometimes victories can be can be big sometimes they're small but for you over the last couple of weeks since we last recorded what are your victories i've been back to more consistent walking which is good Mm -hmm. the weather's been cold so i've not been out as much it's kind of just boring standing and walking in place. The weekly win that I wrote down before we decided on the topic was actually that we're making major progress on the book outline, but we'll talk about that more later. Yeah, that's great. And you? So I've got actually a couple of wins I want to share just because they've happened over the last couple of weeks since we've been recording. Overachiever. One is that I have been in conversations with someone who might be able to uh, have edit my first book, Pinstripe, she had some really, really good advice that was basically, it's probably too long. So two weeks ago, I worked on that all week and I ended up cutting 25,000 words from my book. And so he basically cut an entire novella from the book. Um, (laughs) I feel like it is definitely a lot stronger now and a lot. It's just better. It's just a better book because of that. The other win has to do with my writing group. Every week we set goals for things that we're trying to achieve for the next week. And my goal was to outline all of my next book. And so I did that. And it actually was really fast. Like I did that in like a day. And I was thinking it was going to take me this whole week. Um, So that was another uh, big win on that front. So It's a win, but it's also hard. I mean, when you talk about you're kind of joking now that you cut out a whole novella, but I bet it was painful. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's one of those things that, I mean, the books that I've written, there end up being about two thirds their original size as well. And everything that you write, you write carefully and there's a reason for everything you put in there. Right. But sometimes you need that objective viewpoint to say, well, yes, but. Yeah, it was a lot of things where it's looking at a scene in the book 
and asking yourself, does this really have to be here? You know, mm-hmm. could this be combined with something else? And and it was really looking at it through such a objective eye was helpful because in a way you'd think like, I thought it was done. Like right. I thought I was totally done. It was hard, but it was also helpful because I was able to be a little less attached to certain things when I was going through. And I was like, okay, here's a character that pretty much serves one purpose to the plot. And I've got like two entire mini scenes devoted to them. Mm. It's like, okay, but I could just have like three sentences instead. A whole lot of just streamlining it. And yeah. (laughs) So that was my weekly win for the last two weeks since we've been. Well, that's a lot of progress though. I feel like better equipped, especially with the outlining work that I did. I, I feel like I have more direction for my next book and what I'm doing. And yeah. So, yes. as we said earlier, this week we're talking about the book, the Meaningful Success book, which, for those who don't know, if you're just recently joining us in the show, this book that we're talking about today is actually the reason this podcast exists, mm-hmm. because originally this podcast was created as a way of promoting the book, because we were going to publish it a while ago. A long time ago. <laughs> And then things changed. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and tell us about where we are on the journey. The whole thing about Meaningful Success, which is really a book about finding and pursuing your dreams, your passions, your callings, the things that matter most to you. This was birthed a decade and a half ago. This is a topic that I've been talking about, and I always wanted it to become a book, but then it just never seemed like the right time. There were various reasons. In about 2019, January 2019, I want to think, I was coming to a point where I realized, okay, it's time. Keep in mind, folks, today is March of 2023. So this has been a while. So writing the book, that was four years ago. It took a solid year to get it on paper. So at this point, we're at early 2020. Yeah, we're about a year in the process and I'm about ready to launch it. And I'm excited about getting it out in 2020. I mean, you got 2020 vision. I mean, all these kind of things (laughs) seem to align. But um, it ended up being hindsight was 2020. Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, both myself and mom knew that it was not complete. It kind of left people hanging. This was a book that explains the process of success, explains the personal journey of discovering what your path to success is and how to achieve it. Yeah. But it was left where the individuals had to say, okay, now that I've learned the lessons, now I have to figure out how to put this in place in my life. Yeah. And so we realized, okay, I need a workbook. So once you've gone through and learned about this process of success, some of it's going to be self-evident, but a lot of it, it's just helpful to kind of have a guide walk you through the steps of of thinking through the things that you need to do. And so I created a workbook. So it was now the Meaningful Success book and it was the Meaningful Success workbook. And it took me a little while to do that. And that was literally a step-by-step guide in helping someone discover and gain clarity on each of the elements of success and putting them in place in your life. Yeah. And then I was about ready to go again. Once again, we realized it's still not complete. Okay, so now I understand success. Now I've put those pieces of the puzzle together for me. But really where the rubber hits the road is putting those plans into action. Yeah. And to particularly put them in action in our busy, multifaceted life. Then we realized, you know what? I need a planner so that you can stay organized and stay on track and move things forward in in the way that's going to achieve what you want to do. So again, so this book evolved from starting in 2019, written in a year, 
then the next year, 2020, was realizing that it was not complete. It needed to have a workbook and it needed to have a planner. And so by the end of 2020, all those pieces were in place. Not only were they written, developed, laid out, edited, et cetera, they were ready to launch. Yeah. And then this was also the time of COVID. So a lot of dynamics were changing around in the world. So that caused a lot of more introspection and thinking about things. And you and I got much more involved in doing this together in in a business format, partnering in what we were doing. Yeah. And we realized that as you read through it and as family members and a few friends read through it, um, they all liked it. But one of the comments that you made was, you know, Dad, your your intent was to give a message that helps anybody and everybody to move forward in their life towards the success that matters to them. But you've made this really more towards entrepreneurs, more towards business leaders, more towards business owners. Yeah, much more in the corporate world. Honestly, that was not just not my intent. That was actually the opposite of my intent. It just was the nature. You talked about objectivity. It was just the nature. I live and breathe the corporate world every day. It's sometimes hard for me to separate and sometimes realize that I'm thinking in those ways. And so at that point, the revelation came that, you know what, this is not hitting the mark. It will hit the mark for those people in those business leader positions. It'll hit the mark for those in those situations. But the core audience that I really wanted to help was just anybody and everybody and where they are in their life to move things forward. And so we had to ask ourselves, is this something that we go ahead and launch this with a business focus and then come behind later and launch something else for the broader audience. And the hard challenge and the thing that it took me a long time to come to a realization and a recognition and an acceptance of was, no, this has to be put on the shelf for right now. Mm-hmm. Because the main intent, the main intent was just to hit a mark where it is really impactful for anybody who is seeking success in their personal life. And that the other things that we've created and written and, and done, the workbooks and all that, those are still applicable, but... That's really more of a, for lack of better terms, business leader entrepreneur's edition, which needs to follow the main edition. So this is a weird situation. The creative process led me to write the sequel prior to the main <laughs> the, the main book. Right. So let's look at the timetable. We're talking end of 2020, early 2021, when we came to this revelation. Yeah. We're now in 2023. I have to say that I've I've struggled with that quite a bit because I feel like the book that I've written was impactful and it, some of the folks who read it have said so, but we've known, meaning you, me, mom, and, and Peter and, and such, not yet. And that's been hard. And the other part of that that's been hard is, I mean, there was a huge amount of time and investment that went into the initial book and workbooks. I mean, I, yeah. took, I took a number of days off of, you know, vacation time to dedicate to working. I spent many weekends. I got up most mornings at you know five or six in the morning, worked a couple hours before work, all those types of things. And so there was a lot of sacrifice that was made. Now we're at, we were at the point that we had to say, okay, we have to put the, all that work in again. That's when I had to come to the realization that we're starting this entire journey all over again. What we re- really knew is it really wasn't a matter of adapting the book that I had. Although that was the first step we took. We, we spent yeah, a good six months. Yeah, that was months. the original... Yeah. We did, it took a good six months adapting it and trying to basically use the original book as its template and revoice it towards the broader audience. But we realized that really was not working for two reasons. One, because the original book was really aimed at the business leaders and the entrepreneurs structurally, 
it was different. Secondly, it was omitting your voice. It was omitting your journey. Which to be fair, I was not, like my voice and all that was not originally part of it. So I think the re- the realization that was come to, because like you said, we worked on it for about six months and then we stepped away from that to for work about six months. for another six months because we were working on sales book and such. Yeah. And, and the courses and, and which those themselves are being revised. Yes. Um, everything's on hold folks. Everything's on hold and everything's being revised because it's turning into the best version of itself. Ooh, I like that. So the realization that I came to was that as I was working on revising the book and trying to change it, and as we were talking about being co-authors of the book, of a new version of the book, I realized it wasn't working to try to insert my perspective posthumously. Like it just yes. wasn't it just wasn't working. So the last few weeks now, we've been working on basically starting over from zero and and outlining the book from the start, which has been a really weird process for you. It's been a very weird process for me because one, you invested so much into it, but two, there's a part of me that's like, gee, this message could have been out in the world three years ago. Right. And during that three-year period, I've seen other books come out that carry a similar theme. That's another thing that I look at and say, wow, you know, at least what's confirming is that this is a, this is a need that people have. Mm-hmm. This, this whole theme of pursuing life in a purposeful, meaningful way is important, but it's, it's been a struggle. And it's been a struggle because recognizing that sometimes I don't fully convey what I mean or in the way that I mean it, or coming to a realization that, you know what, it's maybe that it's not wrong, but there may be areas where there are incompletions or that there can be people who receive a message from a different vantage point and we need additional clarity. So He's talking about me. Well, but <laughs> you, but you and proxy, you and proxy, you're, yeah. you're representing another viewpoint and yeah. you're not going to be alone in that viewpoint. Yeah. And so recognizing that, that we need to reapproach this in, in a new way, which means here's, here's the interesting thing about all this. The original book, workbook and such, there will be some adjustments to the workbook, more so to the planner. That's still active and that's still, there will be some tweaks and adjustments, but largely that is still going to stand alone when the time comes for that to be launched. It'll be the a, a meaningful success for entrepreneurs, for business leaders, things of that nature. And that book will truly be distinct and different from the, <laughs> the main book of meaningful success that we're co-authoring together. Mm-hmm. So you, literally you could read both books and come away with not a different message, but come away with totally different insights based upon your, your needs at that time. So it's, you know, a lot of times you'll see a di- this edition or that edition, there's maybe a chapter difference or a little bit here and there. That's not going to be the case. These yeah, are really no, These going- are completely different books at this point. Yes, they will be completely different books. Yeah. Carrying the same theme, carrying the same core message, but uh, through entirely different journeys to get there. Yeah. Obviously, as the author, this has been a a difficult thing for me, kind of one, putting it on hold, and two, recalibrating everything. Mm -hmm. For you, 
what has this process been like? It's been a learning process for sure. This is the first time I've ever co-authored anything. And it's it's extra weird because it's not something that we're like coming up with the ideas from scratch to start with together. Like I'm kind of coming into something that already has a foundation and helping to build the building. Correct. You know, and so that's that's a little weird. It's very different from what the process is of just writing by myself, obviously. I do believe the book that I see shaping is going to be that much better. Like it's going to be that much stronger of a of an end product because of us having to work through those questions and work through those disagreements and work through those differences and how we understand things. Correct. Because, you know, it's like you said, like I may be someone that understands things a certain way or has a certain vantage point, but I'm not going to be the only one. Just like you're not going to be the only one who sees things the way that you do. And so combining those things, we're hitting a lot more angles and a lot more potential problems. And, and today yeah. is a perfect example that we, we've been working on the outline today. We spent a couple hours this morning before this podcast and we hit uh, something that is really one of the core elements in the success journey in how we define it and how we're how we're communicating it. And we probably spent the bulk of our two hour time working through the challenge, see challenges of perspective, the challenges of vantage point, ensuring that we're really covering all the angles that are necessary. And yeah. that's that type of collaboration that results in fruit. And that you're talking about it being stronger. It, it will be stronger. And, yeah. and I will be taking some of the things that we have in this work as I re-edit the original version, which is going to now be towards business owners and, and entrepreneurs, but it's still going to be its own work. So it's going to strengthen both works as it yeah. goes. Yeah. I guess this is a little bit more. Last week, Sai shared some personal struggles that he was having with making some decisions with respect to um, some tough choices. And we talked through some process and things that we, we thought through there. We wanted uh, me to be a little bit vulnerable, kind of aware I am in this in this process and talk a, l- a little bit about that. This is not just something that I'm sharing because it's a podcast. This is something we talked about this morning. You know, this is difficult because some of the sacrifices and trade-offs and uh, and things that I intended, I'm having to pay a, a higher cost than I originally planned. Yeah. And, um, or I'm, we'll just put it this way. I'm, I'm paying those costs twice <laughs> uh, because we're, we're, we're redoing this. And so that's, that's difficult sometimes, but it's part of that journey. And it's part of that journey to success when we say, well, what is most important? And mm-hmm getting these things out supersedes some other things. And so that's that's part of that process. We're going to continue next time back on our journey in the creative process. This is actually part of it. This is part of the creative process. And this, I guess one way is to say is this is where we're challenging our creative process. I mean, I went through a creative process in writing my first book, but now we're testing it. Mm-hmm. Now we're we're cross-examining it. Now we're, we're re-envisioning it. And um, Sometimes that can lead to a much, much better result at the end of the day. I can already see that in, in many of the things that we're already, we already are arriving at. But um, next time, what we want to talk about a little bit uh, is with respect to the creative process, talk about some things that to do when you're stuck and how to deal with those because we hit those ruts in creation. Mm-hmm. So, Saya, mm-hmm. what was your weekly favorite? Oh, it's the weekly favorite.
Well, my favorite this week has been watching through Attack on Titan with Audrey. Attack on Titan? It's, a, it's an anime. Oh, okay. So it's actually my third time watching through it in the last few years. And so she's uh, really been enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun doing that. Well, it's probably not like One Piece where there's over a thousand episodes. No, 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 no. There's <laughs> there's like, you know, there's like 60 or 70 or something. Yeah, that's so a, that's a big it's much. Difference. It's much different. Yeah. What about you? Well, my favorite, I'm watching Star Wars Clone Wars, <laughs> the, the uh, series of animated series of uh, the Clone Wars. Every episode starts with this big announcer voice like this, and he oh, starts yeah. setting up the entire story. I just wondered if that guy goes home at night and he talks to his family like this. What are we having for dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for tonight's dinner, dinner. mashed potatoes. <laughs> Maybe some fish. <laughs> so we're watching that because there's another series called Bad Batch that Peter's really looking forward to, but it follows in the storyline, the Clone Wars. So we're, I'm through season four. I think I've got another couple seasons to go, two or three seasons to go, and then yeah. we'll be able to start that, that other series. All right. Well, until next week, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And what do you want to say to the people, Father? Go get an ice cream cone. The Meaningful Success Podcast is brought to you by Saya Clark and Wade Clark. The music is courtesy of Epidemic Sound. It's Bring Back to Feeling by Daniel Gunderson. And uh, if you'd like to, to join in this conversation, we, we'd really love that. Just bring your ideas, your stories, your insights, your questions uh, to... Your intellectual property. <laughs> Cash, no, <laughs> no. to um, speakpipe.com dot com slash, slash MSP. MSP. Yep. Until next time. Enjoy your day. <laughs> next time on the Meaningful Success Podcast, Wade forgets to wear pants. What? <laughs>